Only a 12th level intellect has the slightest hope of surviving what you are about to experience. Cosmos episode, how they have like lightsaber kind of weapons, uh, but mm-hmm. and then also in um, what's the one with uh, there's a little kid in a big like man sized robot suit with a whip uh, in Batman. Well, Beyond. I was thinking of um, well, what about the once and future thing with like the Joker's? Oh game, yeah, how yeah. like um, is it? <laughs> wait, what's his name? The the one the pink leotard. Yeah, you know, uh, Chucko. Bonk. Chucko. Chuck, yeah, he Chuck, has so like Chucko a Darth, has a Darth Maul. Maul. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he has a Darth Maul lightsaber. And then yeah. the uh, DD Twins kind of has the electrified whips. Yeah. When we so. were watching Batman Beyond with my sister, the, that came up as like, how are they able to have lightsabers on this show, like essentially? And I'm pretty sure that there's some episodes where Hawk Girl's Mace also just makes the exact <laughs> sounds that the, uh-huh. the lightsabers like make. Yeah. yeah. And yet, nice. uh, George Lucas is so or at the time was so, like, you can't you do anything close to a lightsaber in anything or I'll sue the hell out of mm-hmm. you. So how do they get? How do they do it? Tell me. Email us at info at watchdarkanimes.com. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they did it. Now, uh, Bruce Timm is also a big Star Wars fan. I know I've seen yeah. some Bruce Timm artwork of Star Wars right. stuff. Yep. So it, I know we don't cool. do... We don't do images in this podcast, but maybe I can make an <laughs> exception. Maybe you're looking at the images right now. Oh... Thanks, Ted. <laughs> I'll show it for one frame right now. <laughs> Blink and you miss it. Go back and pause. Yeah. yeah. Try to try if you double clicked fast enough to, <laughs> to catch it, then email us at info at watchdarkanimes.com. Hey everybody. That's that was a good intro, I think. Welcome to uh, the if, if you catch the screenshot, you are also a twelfth level intellect. You sure are. You can be the, the honorary twelfth level third twelfth level intellect of the day. Uh Who are the first two. <laughs> which uh, include yeah, it includes me, James Strecker, and this guy right here, who is I'm named, Ted Kendrick. Yeah. <laughs> per usual. I didn't realize that you had also started going into, and what are the names of the other two? Uh-huh. So I was about to, but then my brain clicked in that you had said another sentence. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> Here we are. Uh, today's episode, we're today. talking about The Last <laughs> Jedi, which came out weeks ago, but who cares? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the we're first finally time that we're it. talking about it. Yeah. The Last Jedi, but not the last Star Wars movie. We no. should be expecting those for our entire our lives. Entire lives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> until some, uh, well, I was about to say until some company gets big enough to buy Disney, but I don't know if that's no. even possible. <laughs> they're they're the big company buying everyone else. Yeah. Uh, so you know, news things. Who wants to go first? You. Um, okay. See. Sounds good. Yeah, you go first. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, my first thing is something that dropped today, uh, as in three days before you're hearing this. Uh, the Teen Titans Go to the Movies tra- trailer exists now. It's not really much of a trailer because it's just a lot of them standing in an, in a white void, talking, making silly little jokes, and then like one clip from the movie. And Which it's, is a big fart It's scene. just a big fart joke, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
So that and get I was enough fart jokes in Batman and Harley Quinn. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. Is Bruce Tim directing this movie um, <laughs> or writing? I guess uh, the yeah. I was going to talk about uh, <coughs> how yesterday when the little teaser for the teaser came out, um, it just I mean, it just like any other Teen Titans Go thing, it was immediately met with a bunch of negative backlash of Ooh, the Teen Titans Go sucks, it's not funny, da, da, da. And I was, like, I've never watched a full episode. I watched those little shorts that they made on Cartoon Network before the show actually came out, and I, those were pretty okay. And so I was mm-hmm. just thinking, like, why does everyone hate this? Like, it must be not as bad as everyone says. Like, and it still might not be. I have, I've, I've yet to watch it. But then this trailer just... D- d- completely obliterated my argument for it because it's just a big right. fart joke and I was like oh man okay <laughs> why did you have to do that <laughs> but there's uh, someone on like some reddit post that Maddie sent us shout out to Ma- Maddie Washburn uh, the, about Maddie. he oh it was like a some guy talking about oh the this is what people are going to think Teen Titans is if this is the first Teen Titans movie. And is this in, is this a theatrical movie? Is this a yeah in cinemas? Okay, well it is. Um, yeah, yeah, it is for sure. <clears throat> I don't. I agree with Maddie's responses to him that, that or or her that uh, everyone knows Robin already. No one's going to be like this is my first introduction to any any of this or whatever it doesn't it doesn't um, matter none of people, this matters most people also know the teen titans because yeah. the um original series was on there over 10 years ago so these that's the type of people who might have grown up watching the show maybe now they have their own kids it's possible yeah. <laughs> you know and this version of the <laughs> titans has kind of followed through that's probably a rare case but it's definitely possible I'm pausing the trailer on, like, just, there's, like, maybe five total shots, like, camera angles in this trailer, <laughs> um, and I, they must have done this all, like, on purpose, just to make, just for, like, trailer breakdown people or something, because I'm just looking at one shot of the city, and there's, like, Sinestro buns, Ace Chemical, Apocalypse something and Lashes, Rorschach's something or other and there's like a green lantern and swamp thing and there's dark side and there's just like everything they just put into one <laughs> one screenshot oh really what the teen titans go movie yeah it's just like a bunch of wow it's 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 just like uh, storefronts a bunch of like uh companies oh, gotcha. on the street that are all just named after different characters and stuff um well, that's cool i guess yeah <laughs> this what's the cartoon network cartoon where Every character is drawn in like a different animation style in the backgrounds, like live action. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. Uh, someone's screaming it at their phone right now. Um, <laughs> oh, you know, it looks like that is what I'm trying to say. They're like the That's backgrounds cool. are a lot more hyper realistic than I think they usually right, are right. on the cartoon. Uh, gum, Gumball, budget. the amazing world of Gumball. That's okay. what I'm thinking. Yeah, of. I had no idea. Um, well, now you do. And that's that. <laughs> I guess I'm looking forward to the movie. I, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> well, <I'll> watch it. <laughs> Will I Cameos see it in theaters? I guess I'll see it in theaters because I have 
the I'm not going to advertise it, but that the pass for movies that you can just mm-hmm. go see a movie with this pass that they give you, and it's pretty great. Oh yeah, movie pass. Yeah, it's pretty nice. I'm yeah, sure our did. fans are groaning right now because we post all this Teen Titans Go content, not a lot on yeah. our Facebook pages, but it always is met with a bunch of angry faces. Yeah. <laughs> People yeah, really reactions. hate yeah. Teen Titans Go. And I'll be honest, I have not watched a lot of it. I've seen very little. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, we, we tend to post... I was going to talk to you about this, but we tend to post stuff on the Facebook page that ends that's like, uh, oh, you know top 10 things that the justice league cartoon did better than the movie. And then we'll always Mm -hmm. caption it with like only 10. (laughs) And then the people will be like, Hey, what the heck? Why did you stop hating on the justice league movie? It was fine. And then it will go and post this stuff about Teen Titans Go and people like, this show sucks. <laughs> it's just, like, just make up your mind. <laughs> Fanboys, let me tell you. I mean, thank Love you for listening to this podcast. We appreciate every single one of you. Um, that's not a joke, though. Uh, I got a piece okay, of news. Yeah, do, it, do, it, do it. So, still talking about the movies. Um, Warner Brothers just recently, I mean, about a month ago, but they... Uh, had a bit of a shakeup in their executives. So Walter Hamada has come right. on to replace John Berg as president of DC films. And so he is going to go on to um, just kind of spearhead things going forward. And there was a so weird, just, not to interrupt you, but I'm interrupting. Okay. There was a weird um, uh, article or some sort of rumor going around right before that, like a day before that was announced that Ben Affleck was placed as that person instead of that guy. And <laughs> and I was like, is this a joke? Like, obviously it yeah. must have been, but it was like, it, it, Ben Affleck it, just can't make up his mind. Yeah. That, I think you that know, was like, just part of that. All yeah. of that. Like he's in, he's out, whatever with this. Someone just decided like, Oh, let's just go full bore, make a joke article. Uh-huh. About <laughs> that he's now in charge of everything or something. Ben Affleck yeah, has bought was, you know, Warner Brothers. Supposed said, he was supposed to be on the, the the Batman movie as writer and director, yeah. and now he is still going to be Batman. But yeah, he that was always like part of it. And then he was like, "Nope, I don't want to do it." And then I, I think I heard another rumor that like he wanted to get back in the writing of it again. So mm-hmm. I don't know. But anyway, back to anyway, Hamada. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Walter Hamada is known for movies such as The Gallows and The Conjuring, horror movies like that. Which is an interesting choice. Oh yeah, yeah. The DCEU, I think. I mean, it. I th- um, as of recently, we know that Justice League Dark is pretty high up there on their mm-hmm. uh, production schedule. So this could be a really good fit to do yeah. Justice League Dark the right way. Yeah, if he has any creative input on that, it will definitely. Be oh, I'm helpful. sure he will. Yeah. It's still far enough down the pipeline that this is probably going to be one of his first major projects that he'll be doing for them. So is this essentially um, an appointment he, of like a Kevin Feige kind of person that everyone's been clamoring yes. for forever? Although we've had that with the DCU and I guess, even yeah. um, Zack Snyder. And uh, Zach and Deborah Snyder have kind of been in that role a little bit, yeah. um, guiding the first couple of films. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, Hamada is. But then everyone hates them because they're stupid. <laughs> they're not. Because they make <laughs> they, the movies yeah. that they want to make instead of what everyone screams at them to make. Right. What the heck? Well, it's also <laughs> a big problem. You know, like 
not to get too off topic, uh, from <laughs> yeah, Walter <sorry>. Amada, because <laughs> we've talked about this kind of stuff before, but like yeah. the Snyders, they'll make their movie and then somewhere in the editing room, things get a little lost in translation to the point where every single film, except for Man of Steel, maybe has required a director's cut right. or extended edition, mm-hmm. you know, like the movie we get on DVD ultimately is not the same movie we saw in theaters. Yeah. Justice League is supposed to have one. Justice League. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so the last thing I was going to say about Hamada, right. he's got a good working relationship with James Wan, who is a director. Okay. On yeah. Man that makes sense too. So yeah, I think that might be how he got part of it. And, and I've always been a big vocal fan of Jeff Johns, who is, um, the chief creative officer right. at DC. And he's still tangentially involved with the film world, um, he's also really heavily involved with TV. So he's kind of like the um, uh, quality control person, you know, who's just making sure that the comics translate to these other mediums. So I'm still very happy to hear that he is going to be a point of contact. But this also makes me think maybe we can see more writing from him, you know, get him on more books again and stuff, which we're probably going to talk about Doomsday Clock later. So we'll get back to his writing, but... (laughs) Yeah, anyway, I, I hear a lot of people there. saying that he or like Paul Dini or people that have had um, a history of really well-written DC Comics stories should mm-hmm. be, oh, put them in charge of the movie universe. Why don't you just do that? And like maybe in the the multiverse dimension where, <laughs> where they did do that, maybe mm-hmm. we do have a lot more cohesive like run of DC movies. But I, I, I also like the seeing new things. Like, and not that not that those writers aren't capable of coming up with new ideas, obviously. But the, I, you know, it have nothing ever done. Doesn't have to. Blah, 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 blah. Nothing has to be. Wow, how do I say this sentence? No, I think I know uh, what you're saying. <laughs> it doesn't I, have to be I the same. It, yeah. I see it in the very much like the same vein of why DC and Marvel films are very different because Marvel has been creating this very cohesive universe where you know like this looks like a Marvel film. It's yeah. got the same style, tone, you know, um, it's very much believable that's all in the same world. And so is the DCEU, but all the directors they've DC's always said that they are they or they try to be more director driven. Yeah. And so you can kind of see that stamp on their movies a little more. Yeah. I think the DC look is uh, make everything wet uh crunch <laughs> crunch the blacks and then uh make all the lens flares and then right. everything looks the same that's how it works um mm. okay my next thing is <clears throat> uh the we got the like krypton <coughs> tv show the oh, Kry- yeah. krypton show is is coming uh very soon in march late march yeah. and uh yeah. this article i found about it's from cinema blend uh, there's going to be like a lot of cool cameos and appearances by characters you might not expect to be on the show. Cause like it's, it, the show's about Superman's grandpa essentially mm-hmm. and, and Kryptonian political angst and stuff like that. Uh, as far as I can tell, but I guess, um, there's going to be, ob- the, I mean, there's going to be some pretty obvious ones like Brainiac is, will be on it. Uh, and, um, 
Uh, Adam Strange was in this trailer. Yeah, like, that's the thing is trailer. like yeah, there's mm-hmm. there's gonna be like Omega Men and Adam Strange and Hawkwoman. Omega Men. Yeah, mm-hmm. Ooh, that's there's cool. something like about something about like some sort of bat embargo thing where they can't use the Green Lantern Corps because of that movie being in the mix. I don't know. Okay. In the mix, that's a word. Uh, Back and... in the day, it was Tomar Ree was the Green Lantern. Right. I was gonna talk sector. about that. That that's interesting that they can't use them. So because yeah. that would have been a kind of a cool end to the show or something where like oh i'll be right back you guys don't worry <laughs> and then the uh-huh. planet explodes but uh there's some there's the from the trailer it seems like there's going to be some kind of time travel or something like that have you watched the new the newest trailer for it yeah well so like obviously key. adam strange is there from our present because he knows like Superman is that who that's supposed to be the universe okay I, I think that is Adam Strange, yeah. The guy in the um, hoodie? He, is that who you're talking yeah. about? Yeah, okay. So it actually reminds me of a comic uh, that was part of James Robinson's Starman series. Near the end of it, um, Starman gets like involved in some time travel where he winds up on Krypton and helps Jor-El. What, uh, is, that ser- what is that called? Starman. It's like one of the oh. um, later issues of that Because this article is talking about that they're going to use a lot of uh, cues from Mystery in Space. Okay. So mm-hmm. that's also cool. But anyway, whatever you so were maybe saying. Maybe some Captain Comet. <laughs> Captain Comet was usually the mystery in space guy. Oh. So, but so I was Adam you. Strange. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the cool. it, I mean, it's kind of it, it, I wasn't planning on watching this and I might not still, but I don't know. Uh this seems like more interesting to know that those characters will be on it. And this I guess has been confirmed to not be in any established live action universe like it's not part of the cw it's not part of the dceu it's not part of in a smallville or like anything it's just mm-hmm. its own thing which is kind of cool probably better yeah because yeah. then they don't have to think about they don't have to worry about like uh does this look enough like krypton on man of steel does this right. look, you know whatever on a tv budget but then also at the same time it's kind of like why do you just keep crafting more and more <laughs> i mean i guess that's a dc thing like this is just another well, like else marvel or something. how like agents of shield and for the marvel cinematic universe is very much like it's the same universe but it's almost convoluted it too much by mm-hmm. being in the same universe yeah. and not having those more um like obvious connections yeah you can't go places as many places i guess like you couldn't on Agents of Shield. I'm trying to think of an example, I guess, but you couldn't. Uh, oh, you know, go to Asgard because then they're like, mm-hmm. oh, that's you, well, we need a movie budget. Yeah, for that. Yeah. yeah, but you could do that. You could do crypt. I am. I don't know. You could show a character that's already been on Supergirl or something, and it wouldn't have to be the exact same person. Well, I'll give this to Sci-Fi, like the Sci-Fi Channel. They're oh, you're doing right. some pretty mm-hmm. brave stuff, um, and they're. It seems like they want to be the new comic book TV channel. Like they just recently released Happy, which was uh, featured Patton Oswalt. It was a comic by Graham Morrison oh. about like this um, this down and out drunken detective who winds up meeting this blue flying unicorn. It's like a this <laughs> oh yeah okay friend. okay you heard of that yeah and it's like the the unicorn's person got kidnapped. And he comes to the detective to try to save his little girl. So he's the girl's imaginary friend okay. trying to get her rescued. It's I apologize cute. for screaming, a, oh, yeah, into the microphone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the original comic's crazy. It's dark, but it's uh, it's funny. 
Who's was that guy? Bo- the the so. main guy in that uh, looked familiar to me. Yeah, I forget his name. Um, I know he's he's somebody I should know. I forget his name. Oh, he's in Man of Steel. He's the like a good death is its own reward guy. Uh, <laughs> you know who I'm talking about? He gets killed on he he just, the plane into the Kryptonian thing that implodes. <laughs> this all makes sense, right? The big yeah, old that, that guy wow was thing. Very you know important character. <laughs> yeah. No, he had a Colonel Hardy. I think was his name. Um, I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Why don't you know this? Colonel oh Harvey God. Dent? No, Hardy. Like oh, the Hardy. Hardy Boys. Hardys. No. <laughs> Over here, we call it Carl's Jr. So oh, that's calm, right. Yep. Please calm down. Okay. Um, East Coast versus West Coast. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> comment below. What's your favorite version of Carl's Jr.? Hardys versus Carl Jr. <laughs> Hashtag Carl's Jr. You would win. My boys in the comments. Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. Next piece of news. Sure. Uh, my I only gotcha. other... Or no. That was was that, that was mine. Okay, so that you, was your turn. Yeah. Last one. Static Shock, season three. Oh yeah, that's pretty. It's coming to DVD. Mm-hmm. And Blu-ray or just DVD? I think it's just DVD. It's a very unremarkable I d- I cover art. <laughs> they just slapped <laughs> together a screenshot it's and a new, promo image. It was yeah. that season three costume. That's when he <laughs> yeah. changed. But that's been the costume cool. I think that was on the last one. But I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. Yeah, um, that's, I'm excited. That was a good for season. That. That's a lot of the crossover episodes on it that is, one. Like yeah. it starts with Hard as Nails with Batman. Yeah, but it's got Boys the Justice League like one on there too. Right, right. Yeah, it's a good season. I know so. there's uh, <clears throat> some people that <clears throat> haven't watched all of Static Shock uh, just because they weren't in DVD quality, and now they're finally mm-hmm. watching them for the first time. Uh, nice. And that's, uh, I mean, that's cool. But you you could have just watched it. Um, yeah, no, I'm definitely excited to see the, the crossover episodes specifically, but just all of it on, uh, a quality that's not a like VHS yeah. rip rip that's uploaded in, in like 360p <laughs> to some random <laughs> website. Oh, you got 360. Uh, that sounds nice. Damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Classy HD over here. Yeah. <laughs> God. Uh, just watching it on like an iPod Nano or something. <laughs> uh, the yeah, I I I bought both of the Zeta Project uh, seasons when the second one came out last year, and the um, I had come watched... with a petition to get them to finish the show. No, <laughs> yeah, it can, it comes with a mail-in <laughs> form in the DVD Give us season case. three. Yeah. Uh, but the. Um, yeah, that's that's kind of stupid that like the DCAU <laughs> timeline just ends at one point. Like, there's no <laughs> like no matter how far we get into detailing the timeline, at some point it just stops abruptly. Uh-huh. But anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, what I was gonna say is I I bought those, but I didn't watch any of them. I just like I have them now; they're mine. They're co- in part of the collection. But then I popped in one of the discs to upload an episode for one of our recent videos. And I just sat there and like watched like ten minutes of it without realizing it, just just studying every crisp line and <laughs> beautiful oh, cool. like, oh, this is what Zeta Project is supposed to look like, <laughs> not a really grainy, disgusting, right? <laughs> like the oh, and, and it's supposed to sound good too. What the heck? Yeah. So, do you think I mean, it's not up? like I know? Yeah. I was. Just, I mean, did you enjoy watching Blu-ray, it? Again? But. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, this show is, I think, objectively probably the least 
interesting of any of them um just because well i don't know really why but it's <laughs> it's a cool it's a idea one. but it doesn't have if i think it's probably like no uh, static shock is a is a a very niche audience i think um and it but then the crossover episodes with the other shows kind of like brought in more people watching it and then mm-hmm. they realize oh okay this show isn't bad and they'll watch the rest of it but zeta project had like one crossover and then it otherwise just feels like a kind of random um kids wb show from that era like uh yeah i don't know i can't Honestly, think of it's probably like the men in black they animated were making... series <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah or the they had a mummy what, like Brendan Fraser? Yeah, the Mummy, the mummy cartoon. <laughs> cartoon on that too. Yeah, that kind of stuff yeah, where yeah. you're like, I remember that existing, but I never watched it. And so, and then you forget that it's part of the DCAU because it just barely is. I don't know. Zeta but, Project, yeah. not the Mummy. Correct. <laughs> correct. <laughs> Brendan Fraser <laughs> is Batman. Yeah. No, not at all. Although I could see Emotep and Rachel Ghoul teaming up to do something. <laughs> what? <laughs> Emotep oh, and the mummy. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Coming there... soon in Legacies of the DC. Yeah, you yeah, know, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unless that makes people excited to read it, then yeah, we're definitely doing that. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, well, uh, there's some guy, there's some uh, in our original Legacies um, animated promo thing from a couple years ago uh there's the part with the silhouettes of the bad guys and people have commented like well i can tell that guy is this guy and this guy is this guy but who's the third guy it was the mummy so now you, now you know <laughs> now you know <laughs> it was Imhotep. secrets revealed <laughs> Imhotep. it's not Imhotep. um i mean if you want it to be fine but then a few dozen issues from now it won't be so it's okay if you want uh, Imhotep, leave a comment. Yeah, if you like Imhotep, if you'd like to see Imhotep and Rachel Gould team up, let us know. Okay, uh, that's all that I had. That's I also had a tab open for a Marvel versus DC fan trailer video, Ooh. but I'm not gonna. That, that's I haven't watched it, so I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, it's don't talk not about it. Great. You don't know what you're talking about. I don't. Um, that's it. Okay. Uh, what else? Let's see. Last Jedi. Star Wars or something, I think. I guess so. So I've seen the movie twice. How I've only many seen times? It once. Seen? Okay, well, only once. And it's to be honest, it's been a few weeks, but I can still talk about yeah. it. Yeah. So tell me the plot of the Last Jedi, Ted. With full, right. full well, spoilers, because this is what happens in this show. Of course. So we talk about things without any rapport, without or without any uh, care for your own spoiledness. <laughs> so just well, it's a big chase movie from the first order. Oh, yeah, yeah. to the resistance. The whole thing is a chase, and it's the resistance who are losing. And as we saw in the Force Awakens, their last hope is not Obi Wan Kenobi. But Mark Hamill, <laughs> Luke Skywalker, who happens to be just as old as Obi-Wan Kenobi in uh, the original film, which I think is great. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait, the, like the actors are? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah they were the exact cool. same age when they shot that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fun fact. Fun fact. So Ray goes to Luke to try to get him to help and um, try, try to just drag his butt off that island that um, that has some... Some fascinating creatures on that, such mm-hmm. as the the new porgs, which we we met in this movie. They're these little 
like owl cat things. They're they're a little too cute. They're a little <laughs> that too reminds cute. me of something else, but I'll bring that up later. Uh, <laughs> I um I heard that they made those into the movie because when they shot on the island, there were too many puffins that they couldn't get out of the shot. So instead of having all these birds, they just digitally made these porgs <laughs> to go on top of all the birds. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, that, I guess if they got like establishing shots of the island and you see birds right. flying around, then yeah. That's, I, that's I, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck the giant like anteater milk cow things <laughs> with the green milk. I, like, I, I, don't I was know. like, maybe there was a water buffalo on the island that they couldn't get out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the, those were actually there. We discovered a new species, but they wouldn't. And get then out we the made shot, Luke so we Skywalker drink, drink from them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's like Powerade. Yes, I don't know. I don't know, but that's basically the whole movie right there. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, more or less there's there's a couple other characters you got finn finn is back we got a new character named rose who's pretty cool she's Mm -hmm. um resistance kind of tech person um pilot as well (coughs) there's a a big scene i i kind of skipped around there's a big scene at the beginning which has a lot of fans talking about uh newton's law of gravity which is uh (laughs) it's always good to to take some science lessons there yeah. Um, yeah. I ha- I mean, I you saw, I had a big, right after I saw the movie the first time, I, I wrote out just a giant list of like. Oh, yeah, list of questions. Inconsistent. Yeah, just like, uh-huh. not necessarily. And then I went through holes. and answered them yeah. all. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> not like, yeah, they weren't like necessarily plot holes or anything. It was just like, yeah, anything I came out of the movie wondering still. But then I saw mm-hmm. it the second time and most of them were actually answered in the movie and I just wasn't paying enough attention. I think uh-huh. I was spent I spent the f- the first time I watched the movie I spent the whole time like being too judgy, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's everybody's main problem with the movie is <clears throat> like Force Awakens was the first Star Wars movie in 10 years and everybody was so excited for it and like no matter what happened in the movie, I mean it's I think it is a more adventurous fun movie than Last Jedi, but it was it's still like I feel like if Last Jedi had somehow been Force Awakens, like if it had been the first one to come out, that people would still have had the same like childlike wonder effect with it mm. and been like, oh my god, Star Wars is ba- this is so amazing, everybody go see it and it would just be great. Um, and I I, <clears throat> I guess that's giving it too much credit, maybe. Like, I think it might be. It needs to be a good movie or whatever instead of just being Star Wars. Um, but mm. I think that it, Last Jedi is not a bad movie and that if... If you're if you saw it and you were have a bunch of oh there's so many plot holes there's so many stupid things that characters did I I do recommend I usually hate people that recommend seeing it a second time because you should just be able to get whatever it was meant to give you on one try but I do recommend seeing it again and not not thinking of it as like a modern um, movie that you need to criticize because everyone's a critic nowadays. If you just right. go into it as a ten-year-old watching Star Wars, it's pretty good. It's pretty fun, <laughs> and like I think that it nice. will stand. It'll last. It'll stand the test of time with uh, all the other Star Wars movies. Like even the prequels are not amazing, obviously, but I, they came out when I was in middle school or whatever, elementary school. Mm-hmm. So the the fact that I can just go. Uh, 
like whenever I watch them, I know it's not a good movie, but it's still like nostalgic and star. It's still Star Wars, so I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> I'm one of the people who did enjoy it, I um, at least the, you know the first and only time I watched it, and like you can't talk about this movie without bringing up Carrie Fisher because right. this was the last installment of Star Wars that she was able to complete. Yeah, and, and ironically, a, she's a the only jobs. one of the original like three to survive. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, it makes me wonder um, how they're gonna approach her in episode mm-hmm. nine. Whether it's maybe maybe it's another like this is one of the f- few Star Wars movies that haven't jumped time between the films. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, like it's a matter of days between Force Awakens, probably like maybe a couple weeks tops. But yeah. I feel like that's well, it's kind of a weird. It's a weird little jumble of. Uh, like timelininess at the start of the movie because, mm-hmm. like, at the end of Force Awakens, oh, oh, Han Solo died. Oh no, we're back. And oh my god, sorry to hear that Han Solo died. And then I gotta go find Luke. And then there must right. be some, like, at that moment, uh, the the next, like, Last Jedi begins, I guess. Um, but they're on a different planet, they've moved to a different base i'm pretty sure i don't think it's the same the resistance has yeah yeah and so there's been Mm -hmm. at least a few days for them to set up on there and then get immediately kicked off but then ray i think think they might be on their way out of that original one i think they're on their way out before they were okay you're right um yeah but then yeah then the uh then ray is on the island but then she's still handing him the lightsaber after a week so (laughs) (laughs) i don't know well i mean i think that was probably a minute after and yeah, then, like, yeah. the scene we saw at the beginning might have been set a little afterwards, but I mean, if that's you go just by the magic like of movies, yeah, if you go by like <laughs> interstellar logic, maybe that's happening like seven years ago, or <laughs> like time is passing differently in <laughs> there, different areas. There we go. <laughs> but as we all know, Star Wars apparently doesn't follow the, any sort of scientific logic. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, it was set in a long time ago in a galaxy. That's far, true. Far, Science far, worked so. differently. <laughs> Did you right. see, uh, this is off topic a little bit, but it's still space related. Did you see there was a interview with, um, uh, oh my God, what's his name? Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. Did you watch really? that? Uh, no, yes. no. I'm just <laughs> who, who are you talking about? Yeah, you're wow. correct. Uh, yeah. On uh, the Colbert talk show. Oh, actually, um, I did watch that. I did watch with, that. Where he's like, a bo- like a space fact that still boggles his mind and keeps him up at night. Oh, about the universe it? expanding. Yeah, yeah. How yeah, like, And how future generations won't see the same stars that we do. Or they'll see less. Yeah, because if it's expanding, then what we're seeing, the like picture we're seeing of the universe right now will have passed by. And then he it keeps him up at night wondering like what everybody saw prior to us or mm. whatever. Like whether it was, you know, another whether it looked pretty much the same or whether it was just, you know, completely clustered with stars or a completely different looking thing or whatever. Um, I do. So I wonder what did that make? Why did that make me think of that? Uh, what were we just talking about with star Wars stars, star and wars. Oh, so thank you. you the stars aspect here. <laughs> no, there was something, uh, with just, I can't even remember that, but whatever. That was just kind of a cool, like oh yeah wow thing yeah. maybe like the ancient Mayans used to look up in the sky and be like that's Alderaan oh wait it just disappeared <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's oh, Alderaan they said in Aztec is that English. is that a moon next to it <laughs> that's no moon <laughs> the, yeah oh it was this uh, the long, the long time ago thing yeah that maybe the stars <laughs> worked differently then um, probably but, not. Uh, 
No. I mean, the Aztecs looked, <laughs> they looked up in the sky and there was just a big message in the stars that said, the world will end in 2012. So they wrote it down <laughs> and then it didn't and happen. They got a couple years off, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it'll be this year. Yeah. But Oh, happy well, 2018, everybody. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, hey, okay, I liked... Um, oh, I have to remember... It's it's been a while since I've seen the movie. There's um there's a good uh space battle-y stuff like whenever mm-hmm. Kylo Ren is uh spinning. That's a good that's a good technique or whatever the fuck that line is in the prequels that uh what is that? <laughs> Anakin Skywalker spins. He's like spinning. That's good. Blah, blah, oh, yeah, blah. yeah. I don't know. Uh, he does that. Kylo Ren does that. Just uh, like his granddad. Aw. Yeah. Aw. <laughs> he somehow knew. Uh, I, I I liked that scene because it was like so he he he's he zooms up to the ship and he's about to lock on to where Leia like the bridge is and he hesitates and then the music all goes away and you're like oh is he gonna do it. And then he doesn't, mm-hmm. but then a bunch of TIE fighters come out from behind him, and they shoot it, and then it explodes, and she gets sent out into space. Um, and it should have stopped there. <laughs> because think she's going to die. But yeah. then it's like, oh, wait, she used the Force because we knew she could. Yeah, well, Like Yoda said in the original trilogy, there is another. And it's yeah, like, I didn't so have a problem had, like, with her force intuition. doing that. I didn't have a problem with her doing that. I just had a problem with how it was shot, I guess. It looked oh, really? very silly. I think that's a... <laughs> going to be a common thing people say but um i think that they could have done it a little more artistically like maybe we don't see her actually you know, the way she froze yeah like she she was frozen like that because space is so cold <laughs> you uh-huh. know so no, that's I'm... why yeah <laughs> I'm not, yeah, the the silliness is the, like, everyone's comparing it to, like, Mary Poppins, just oh, zooming sure. through <laughs> space. And I think, um, I think they, if they had shot it in, I don't know exactly how differently, but maybe some kind of, like, you see her hands do, you see all the way up until she flies, <laughs> essentially, but she mm-hmm. instead, like, maybe just her hand appears at the window, and you just kind of presume that she made it over there without actually seeing her do it but then maybe that would raise too many questions like yeah oh, who, I who did that how did she way, get that way we did yeah i just mm-hmm. wish that if she had done that then later in the movie she would have also used something yeah if she had helped similarly Luke, like during the final battle yeah that would yeah done, pretty done amazing something. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah but picked up lightsaber i was glad <laughs> yeah i was glad that <laughs> uh she at least wasn't at, uh, to my to my trained eye, she was at least never a weird CGI double. Yeah. Because um, they something must. Yeah. I wonder if they changed anything about the plot after Carrie Fisher passed away. Like I think that it's. Mm-hmm. It seems like it was pretty. That that's all that was intended to happen. But I don't really know. <clears throat> yeah. Um, there. Um, well, they definitely had an emergency meeting after it happened to kind of discuss. What yeah. Would, yeah, she obviously forward, filmed all this stuff of her being in like a hospital gown and stuff like that. So that I think all right. that stuff was intended to happen. But you asked me yeah. things I liked, and I've gone off the <laughs> rails. It's a lot easier to talk about things I didn't like. Let's see. I liked the <laughs> twists. Is. I liked the Luke, Luke Skywalker twist at the end that he's not really there. Uh, you did. See, I, I had a problem yeah. with that okay. a little bit. 
Like, I, I, I understand why I was there so we can get the final image of the two suns setting. Uh-huh. Like that's beautiful, but it's it's like if he hadn't, you know, done the uh, astral projection, maybe yeah. he wouldn't have died. Right. <laughs> well, I think he was like re- he was ready to die the whole movie though. Like he was. Yeah. He was. He mentions it a couple times. He, he thinks the Jedi should stop and all this stuff and and. Uh, I uh I, I liked I just liked the fact that I didn't see it coming, I guess, and I should have, like since he has his blue lightsaber and his beard is different and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I should have understood that he's not really there. But when you watch it again, there are little clues that I think are not uh, too obvious. Like as soon as he leans down to talk to Leia, he hands her the like dice from the Millennium Falcon. Um oh, yeah. and uh I'm pretty sure you see those dangling on the um, cockpit in the Millennium Falcon when Chewie is flying it. So then I could be wrong about that, but that was like one kind of small giveaway that that's not actually those. Hmm. And then also when he leans down, as soon as he hands her those, she kind of gives him a look like, oh, kind of a, as if to say like, yeah, like I know you're not really here kind of a thing. Like she is aware, but no one else is. Um, well, she already knows that Han is dead. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, there, there, it was just like, I, I took that look the first time as her just being like, the dice? Whoa. But that doesn't mean anything. So I think that that's I, supposed I to be I thought it was a moment knows. where he was like, our friend died. Our friend died. And like, I guess, yeah. You know, here's a little memento. But yeah. yeah but you're uh, probably right. There's a clue. Yeah, and then, of course, he gets shot by all the lasers from all the walkers, mm-hmm. and they just don't do anything to him, which I assumed they would explain like, Oh, it's been 30 years or whatever since we last saw him. Maybe since then he's figured out how to do like a halo bubble shield or something. Right. (laughs) But, uh, I don't know. I, I, it's, I don't think it was too obvious. And then as soon as he, I do like it, it's, it's one of those, like there's, there's a lot of movie classic (laughs) movie, classic movie moments where you get, if you know what's coming up, if you know the twist uh, it's enjoyable to watch it with new viewers because you get mm-hmm. to see their reactions. And that was something fun for me seeing it with my parents the second time was, you know, them, oh, whenever he, and the whole, you get to hear the whole theater kind of go like, ooh, yeah, yeah. Whenever, <laughs> whenever he gets like <laughs> stabbed with the lightsaber, nothing happens. There's a little like blue flare of, oh, he's not really there. Yeah. Um, which I actually thought at first when that happened that like, Wait, he already died, and he's this is a ghost version of him because they had right, that same right. effect on Yoda earlier. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Which was my favorite part. I loved the Yoda scene <laughs> where I did. It comes a, to yeah. his classic puppet Yoda. Yep, uh, yep, yep. Uh, yeah. I, so a lot of this movie, I think, is talking about you know the Last Jedi. And it's also kind of like the Last Sith because there's no more good and evil. Like there's a lot more gray to mm-hmm. the Force, a lot more balance and everything, and. Um, when Yoda does appear to Luke as a ghost and they're talking about burning down that ancient tree that does right. all the ancient Jedi texts, Yoda like conjures lightning from the sky, which yeah. is always a Sith power previously. Mm-hmm. So I thought that them, there might be symbolism there in the balance of the force. <clears throat> and yeah. Well, lightning. I think that's the first time that we've ever seen to my knowledge. Maybe there's comic stuff that I I've never read them, but, um, the you know Obi Wan 
in the first movie he says like strike me down and I'll become more powerful mm-hmm. than you could ever imagine or whatever and and then any time that we've ever seen a ghost since then they're just standing there or talking That's to sure. you I'm like how what do you mean you're more powerful than ever you're just standing there <laughs> just a ghost this is the now. first yeah now now Yoda shows okay yeah I can just look down sadly and lightning will fall from the sky um right. So that's cool to see that like they're like more one with nature or something yeah. like that. So there's an episode of Clone Wars that gets <clears> into <throat> the ghost too, where you see Qui Gon Jinn. And, oh, okay. Um, yeah, you should look it up. I don't remember which episode it is, but it's pretty good. I, I, I didn't watch a lot of the Clone yeah. Wars, but I watched that specifically. I watched like, the Gen- like Gendi Tartakovsky uh, version, the car- the actual cartoon. Oh Clone yeah, Wars, yeah. The, ja- the Samurai good. Jack style. Mm-hmm. Um. But I've tried to watch the CGI Clone Wars like three times, and I just get like two episodes in and just can't stand yeah. it for some reason. But everyone says it gets better, and I just I don't know. Yeah, you I, gotta. Um, you don't have to watch it all. <laughs> you know, like yeah, it's not the kind of thing where you have to see every episode. So I'd recommend just googling like which episodes are best. Yeah, there are. I did. I did those. do that the second yeah. time I tried to watch it. Was someone has made a list of like the essential episodes, but then there's mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm such a like weird completionist with that where I. I need to know who's this weird ass alien Jedi that <laughs> that's just standing here in the background. Like he, I'm sure he had an right. episode that explained him that I don't know now, but whatever. There's so many episodes though, and now there's the other one, the yeah, Rebels, Rebels. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> which I uh, I saw had a really cool showdown between like the Alec Guinness Obi Wan, yeah, like older Obi Wan, and Darth, Darth Maul. Maul. Yep. that was pretty fun to watch. I. I found I found that clip and it's actually a really short battle. Yeah, it is. Obi-Wan I just, just I watched like, only the yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's sweet. It's yeah, sweet. no, I like I like the idea of of that show kind of combining eras, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. But I still am yeah. very and I read far a little bit it. of the recent Marvel uh, Star Wars comic that was written by Jason Aaron, and there was a cool issue um, that I remember where Luke travels to Coruscant. Like, this mm. is actually, like, in between episodes four and five. And so he goes to see the ancient Jedi temple where that we saw throughout the prequels. So I, oh, okay. um, I thought that was pretty cool. Doesn't, that like become, doesn't it become Palpatine's, like, castle or whatever or something? Some and kind of... In, like, the third... I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> the, yeah, uh, well... Something I realized recently uh, was that the chick that plays Vixen on Legends of Tomorrow was in Force Awakens for like three seconds. Um, oh, really? <clears throat> there's when the the Starkiller base is like shooting all the planets and we see like a very mm-hmm. Coruscant looking planet um, that's not okay. Coruscant, but it, there's just a bunch of like rich looking higher oh, right, people. Right. And they all like go out to a balcony and go like, oh, oh no. And that Vixen girl is just right in there in the very front of the <laughs> shot. And I, nice. I read something that that's like a deleted scene between her, her and... Uh, Ray or Leia or some other female character where they have like a meeting about oh the Starkiller base is gonna be a real bad thing but they cut that mm. out so that shot is just like look at this yeah. woman for no reason <laughs> oh yeah yeah um, well yeah I mean look at her in terror as her whole planet yeah I guess, well I guess that's <laughs> right. a reason um yeah. last Jedi well, stuff hey, there was yeah. no Death Star in this one but there was You're a giant right. Death Star gun. So yeah. now it's a lot more they portable. They have to put a Death Star and everything, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was pretty dumb. That was one of my complaints that was that's still a complaint for me is that, like, they boast, like, yep, this is, like, a tiny Death Star gun. like, And I was thinking, like, yeah. oh, shit. Like, when it shoots 
the, the it's going to destroy the entire thing because like when the, everything the, they've yeah, been off too yeah when the death when the death star itself shot one of its beams at a city in in um rogue one the entire like quarter of the planet just like reverberated and and blasted everything into smithereens and so i was like okay you know one that's maybe a a 200th of the size is still going to do some damn damage (laughs) and they put like a six foot tall hole in the door (laughs) (laughs) it's like what what? why did you even do that why didn't you just shoot (laughs) it a bunch you probably could have shot it a bunch with all of those walkers and done the same (laughs) amount of damage yeah i don't know but you wasted all the ammo on hologram luke yeah It was yeah. I um I was kind of disappointed in Snoke. Um, I really wanted to know right. his backstory, and now I'm afraid we're never gonna get it. But it's also just like the revelation about Ray's parents. Like it's it might not be any um saga spanning thing that that like yeah um is payoff from watching episodes one through six, you know, and like finally getting here and be like, oh man, that's a deep cut callback to episode two or whatever, and yeah. You know, um, maybe it's better that way. It definitely gives them more freedom to tell their own story, but I was really hoping that Snoke would be a familiar face. I, uh, yeah, the first time that I watched the movie, I definitely had the same feeling about, like, oh, man, you know, he was, why did they just kill him? What the heck? Mm-hmm. Um, and and same kind of thing about Ray's parents just being, well, they're nobodies. They're just junk traders or whatever the fuck. But sure, the sure. but the more I think about it, uh, I think like in in the age where the original movies came out, there there's no there's just you go see it with some people and then you talk about it for five minutes afterward and you all go home and then three years later another Star Wars movie comes out. There's no sure. there's no like giant dissection yeah there's no reddit there's no (laughs) uh facebook you know there's 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 none of these like just no one's gonna like write yeah yeah and so (laughs) i i you know if if you saw force awakens you saw a big old guy sitting in a chair being evil then maybe you'd go like oh i wonder who that guy is and then you'd go on with your life (laughs) Uh, i mean maybe oh my god that's smeagol that's sh- yeah. That's Schmeagle in that chair. Yeah. Andy Circus. But yeah, <laughs> he he's quite the circus nowadays because he's like every character. Um, but mm. he uh, or yeah, it it doesn't uh, it doesn't. I'm fine with it. I think because I don't think it needs to be anybody. And if in the, when when the emperor is in the original movies, he had no backstory. He had no interest. True. He was just a big old melting old man. And that's all that Snoke is. And so maybe yeah. in future movies we'll get more information. But if we don't, I really don't care. Well, it leaves <laughs> Kylo Ren in a good, interesting place. Yeah. Because now he has nobody to answer to, you know? So we'll see Yeah, we'll it see leaves. he is in episode nine. Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. like a, a way for Kylo Ren to come into the forefront of being the bad guy, I guess. Um, right. Which maybe he turns around and becomes a yeah yeah. Which I like about I like that it's not. That's the one thing I think that's not just retelling the same Star Wars story again and again. Is that Mm -hmm. like instead of there just being because because Force Awakens for as good as it is is very just. You remember all this stuff? Well, it's got a little slight twist to it now, and it's It's, pretty. But it's it's pretty much everything you know. 
yeah, and I my, one of my complaints in that giant document was that every every Star Wars trilogy ends with like a well, I guess not every Star Wars trilogy. The original Star Wars trilogy ends with like a we defeated all the Credits. bad guys, everything's gonna be great, and then twenty years later, it's just back to exactly how it was before. Pretty much, there's a resistance, there's yeah. a, a empire or whatever. But the uh, this this one they never make a better could, world. Yeah, this one could go either way, and it could be different. Yeah. yeah. Somebody still finds all the old stormtrooper costumes, yeah. all the old ATATs, you know. <laughs> that was kind of like, that's yeah, that's something yeah. weird and like obviously they're not going to change the design of the well, I mean they yeah. did a little bit, but they're not going to change like the the people that make Star Wars movies aren't going to change the look of the empire things too much just cuz right. that's what it's Star classic. Wars is. Yeah, yeah, but the in 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 uh, inside in universe, in the real, in the Star Wars universe, why would they just re- just do the same thing? Why would they just come yeah. up with new? If it broke, uh, don't fix it. Right? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe people are scared of Whatever. stormtroopers. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, what else can we say? I've talked about this movie so much with other people that it's yeah. hard for me to remember what I've the, not talked about. The main points <laughs> here. Well, shall we actually move on? Do our recommendations. We could, I'm sure I'll think of something else in the middle of all of this, and I apologize. We haven't really <laughs> talked about Poe Dameron. He's one of the main characters. Uh, yeah, Poe. yeah. Yeah, uh, I've, I always I thought I did Poe like that he was in the movie more. Yeah, I, I keep expecting him to be a Sith, and like exposing oh. him to be like dark side user, you know? And mm. so I was kind of surprised in this movie, uh, and it made me realize like, okay, I guess he's a hero. I guess he's. You hoped uh, that he would turn out guy. to be dark side. No, not not dark side. Dark side. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but I, dark I thought seed. maybe he would be. He would be an evil guy. Or yeah. Betray the well, yeah. I mean, he has Empire. such a he has such little story in Force Awakens that. What tipped me off in Force Awakens is when he and Finn crash down on. Um, oh right, he Jakku. just disappears. He yeah. just he magically comes back just fine. Yeah. You know. That's that's so not that, yeah, so that, is that a, I just I don't trust him. No, trust him. <laughs> yeah, that is a plot hole instead of just being. Oh, hopefully they'll explain that or whatever. Um, nope. Yeah, it's no, I, I at least liked. <laughs> you well, hashtag pose Poe dark. Poe is a Sith. Uh, yeah, Poe is a Sith. That's a hard. That's kind of a hard Poe. Yeah, is how about Poe is a. How do you spell that? Edgar, um, Edgar Allan Poe. No, that's not right. That's what we mean. Else. I could, I yeah. could see that. Darth Poe. Edgar Allan Poe in like a big, yeah. <laughs> Edgar Allan Poe Easy. in a big like black robe with a crow on his shoulder. Yeah, <laughs> a raven. Sorry, they're different. Yeah, it's a raven. Um, Come on. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I, I liked seeing more of him, and I enjoyed that he's, he's really the telltale uh, heart of the resistance. You could say. <laughs> no, I you couldn't say that. Okay, at all. All right. <laughs> you could. I won't. You I won't shouldn't. say that. I won't. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm having Star Wars fatigue from this conversation. So we That's let's okay. go to comic let's relief. Let's move on. <laughs> How about Doomsday Clock? Go see two? it. Do go see. Yeah, Star go Wars. see Last Jedi. It's the last Jedi you'll see until yeah. Episode Nine. <laughs> in true <laughs> true Star Wars fashion, it's the last Star Wars before the next Star Wars. Uh, yeah, okay. So, okay. so what did you say? Doomsday Clock number yeah, two? Yeah, I want to talk about Doomsday Clock number two. 
It was awesome. Um, it's still <laughs> kind of a slow build. Written by Jeff Johns, drawn by Gary Frank. It is the more or less, uh, it's an official Watchmen sequel. The Watchmen are coming to the DC Universe. Mm-hmm. They it's, have um, now, for sure. Certainly. Yeah, they are here. In this issue, they do come to the DC Universe. And it's um, Ozymandias with uh, the new characters Marionette and Mime, who are basically Joker mm-hmm. and Harley archetypes. As well as the new Rorschach, who is we know by now is not the original Rorschach, Walter Kovacs. It's somebody right. else. And I think um, we talked about theories on who that could be in a couple episodes ago. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, they crash land to the DCU, and um, there's a few main characters that they encounter. Um, Ozzy Diaz goes straight uh, to Lex, Lex Luthor, who he thinks mm-hmm. is, he's the smartest man in the world, um, just like Ozzy Diaz is the smartest man of his world. They um, arrange a meeting because he thinks he can appeal to Lex in that fashion, and then that was something that, that I thought Bruce was Lane for the same. Yeah, thing. the Lex the Lex Luthor thing was funny to me because we've seen so many Lex Luthor stories that we know. Yeah, Lex Luthor is real smart. Like I I believe mm-hmm. it, but we've seen right. one Watchmen story or you know two. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like. You, they just tell you that Ozymandias is real smart, and you have to believe that. <laughs> so uh-huh. whatever, but yeah, yeah. it's his branding. It's a little too. thing, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is why he's been kind of slipping up and making mistakes, and so now we know, like, oh, maybe Ozymandias isn't the smartest man right. in the world. Obviously, he's not. That's true. Maybe he just says he is, yeah. scheme didn't work in the first place. <laughs> yeah. So a big old squid. But yeah, and the the DCU is always kind of of. Uh, flaunted that idea of like the smartest men in the universe. Like it's mm-hmm. Lex is usually up there, Bruce Wayne. And then like some of the missing people are probably like Ray Palmer and John Henry Irons yeah. are usually pretty high on that list. Um, Mr. Terrific. The, I'd say those are probably the top five. Right. Yeah. Sorry. But, sorry, Superman. You're a real dummy. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> right. Um, so the big revelations here well, the final page, like we finally get that Jeff Johns classic final page splash page surprise, you know, and it's right. the return of the comedian. He's in the DC mm-hmm. universe alive and well somehow. Um, and he's got a uh, vendetta against Ozymandias. He seems to know that the last time they met, he was kind of drunk and got thrown out a window. So now that he's not <laughs> yeah. as drunk, he's kind of ready for a rematch. Yeah, so. there was, I didn't realize at the time, I guess you're right, that that is in the DC world that he reappears and that makes now i'm thinking like does had when did he not die and he somehow transported there or something yeah it must have been around rebirth around the time where his button was lodged into the wall of the bat cave right you know um because it was still the button with the blood on it but it was didn't i guess yeah there must be some connection yeah yeah, it had to be around that same time. Um, it, it's also implied that Dr. Manhattan <coughs> has been living in the DCU for a little over a year, like possibly as someone else. Yeah. Um, which maybe what? that's Captain Adam. Something maybe... that confused me about this issue was Dr. Manhattan does show up for like right. a page. That's but a was he a- scene. Was, okay, because I was trying to figure out if that was happening right now or if that was no. referring to something that happened before... So um, it's actually referring to a classic like Silver Age issue of Captain Adam that was published oh, by okay. Charlton Comics. So there's an issue where uh, Punch and Julie are yeah, robbing okay. a bank and Captain Adam stops them. 
And so it's very much that same situation, except updated to be Mime and Marionette. And I think like why it's so important is because Captain Adam's about to like just blow up Marionette, but then he looks <clears throat> at her and realizes that she's pregnant. And so he decides yeah. to spare her for the child. And that's the only reason why Marionette and Mime are working with Osmandias is so that they can be reunited with their child. Um, because he knows where it is. Right, okay. Yeah, and so he's hoping that that they can appeal to Dr. Manhattan's humanity by being like, hey, look, it's those people that you saved. Maybe mm -hmm. there's a reason why you saved them. Maybe the child's important for some reason. Yeah. But here they are again. <laughs> Don't kill us, because here these people are. <laughs> well, that, so, that makes see. a lot more sense to be to have that mm -hmm. bank robbery thing be a flashback then because I was yeah. I was just like, is this really his big reveal in the comic? Is he's just there for a couple of seconds for no reason? <laughs> he's in like no. a suit or something. Oh no, he's he has like drunk classic. son or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Classic. She design. makes a comment about like nice underwear. I don't remember. Uh-huh. <laughs> um I liked uh or I was uh, okay. I don't know I, I don't remember if we talked about this last time we talked about uh, Doomsday's cock, but the <laughs> Um, dude is, dude, I guess we don't know yet. We'll find out soon-ish, but the, mm -hmm. in the next month, I guess, um, is this set in 1992 in the DC world? No, no. <laughs> so there's actually a line in this issue where they say something about the DC or this other universe is seems to be like, a little further ahead. Yeah. But does Somebody that mean just that. technologically or is it actually... Probably both. Because um, it, it's more than a little bit. It's like 24 right. or 5 years, something like that. Yeah, and yet we know. also know that Dr. Manhattan stole 10 years of yeah, their yeah. Oh, life. Yeah, that's true. So, so there's like definitely a little bit of weirdness going on at that time. But it is implied that their world is yeah. further along. Because I was looking at I was like, oh, okay, I'll be able to tell by Batman's costume. If he has a bat with yellow outline, <laughs> right. then uh, it's now. But then they like is now. cheekily never show Batman's yeah. costume really. Like they know they he just looks like Batman. So, um, um, no, okay. my understanding is that it is a little in the future of the DCU, and over the next year, while Doomsday Clock is being published, the rest of the titles are going to catch, catch up, up to it. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, and so by the end of the series, it should <coughs> all be very close. Like it's basically Doomsday yeah. Clock is set after everything else that we're reading right now. Like metal is before it. All these other stuff going on right now is before Doomsday Clock. I blame personally I blame Pokemon of all things for <laughs> my uh uh my love for <coughs> inner interweaving stories and like crossovers mm -hmm. and things like that because um there is an episode of Pokemon uh, that I can't remember what, which one, it doesn't matter, but it's like the original series mm -hmm. uh, where Team Rocket have just been like blasted off again and they're like uh -huh. walking sadly down a road <clears throat> and they have to like go back to their, to Giovanni, the like Team Rocket leader guy. And I gotcha. they're like, oh, we've, we messed up again. What the heck? And they're walking really sadly. And then all of a sudden the Team Rocket headquarters just explodes and Mewtwo like flies out of it into the stratosphere oh, nice. and that's all you see. And you're like, what yeah. was that? And then in the and movie, you see the movie. Yeah. And in the movie, it all makes sense. It's, it's uh, all connected. And like right now, even just talking about that, my, I just got goosebumps on my arms. I don't know. <laughs> and it's like, that doesn't even make, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me at all nowadays, but it's just uh, like, so like seeing a good moment, 
I know it was cool, and so yeah, mm-hmm. so anything like that, like I, I, it would be kind of cool to see if they do catch up to that moment. Yeah. If there's some kind of like scene in the DC comics where you see like the, the uh, what's um, Owl Man, Night Owl, yeah. I can. Or, uh, from the crime syndicate? Or... <laughs> no, the, the, the Watchmen one. Yeah, Is it Night Owl. Uh, Night Owl. Yeah, That's Night Owl. But it... I bring up the crime syndicate because at the end of Dark Side War, the Night or Owl Man from the crime syndicate <laughs> uh-huh. is with Metron, where they basically get killed by Dodger Manhattan. Oh, yeah. So I was okay. going to say earlier, I think Metron could be Dodger Manhattan. That might be who he's disguised as right now. Okay. Because all we see at the end of that issue is the bloody Mobius chair. Right, and yeah. So maybe Doctor Manhattan floating, becomes yeah. Metron and sits on that chair again. I don't know. We'll see. What if Doctor Manhattan sat in the chair? Oh my god! I guess that's well, what you're saying. Th- no, he, he probably is. is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it would just be the perfect disguise for him because Metron's already this like all knowing. Metron's already being. blue. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <right>. Yeah, <laughs> no, that'd be cool. But yeah, if they yeah, caught up to it, where you just see Night Owl's ship like crash through the bat signal or something, like it does in yeah, this comic. Yeah. Um, like, oh, what was that? I don't know. Like that's oh, what like the regular Batman series, yeah. Like you too. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like Bruce Wayne's yeah. having a lot of company problems too. Like yeah. it's he's in danger. Wayne Enterprises is in danger of being bought out by LexCorp. Um, yeah, he's so, having a big old Lucius Fox argument when we find yeah. him. I think maybe we'll see the books catch up to that too. Yeah, and I I wasn't. Isn't there like a recent uh, Batman? This is a little off topic, but a little a recent mm-hmm. Batman comic um, where you see like the future and he and Selena Kyle are, have grown old together. Yeah. Um, that was the Batman annual number two. Okay. I just read that recently. It was a really good issue. Cause that, that stuff confuses me nowadays with what's of the real future. What's not the real future. And I, I'm sure that they'll just revamp it again at some well, point. It won't matter, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ultimately there is no real future. Yeah. It's, it keeps getting rewritten as comic as the present goes along right well what i think is really fascinating is in the comic book world we see stuff like um like the kingdom come you know this was uh, a great example of a potential future and elements of that keep getting integrated into the dc universe like there's so many mm. younger characters of like younger generations of heroes who were inspired from characters that we saw in the background of that comic okay and so i've i've kind of enjoyed seeing Kingdom Come's influence. Is Kingdom Come the first time that we see the like Red Robin character? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Red Robin's a good example. Um, Damian Wayne was kind of in that, but he had a different name. He was definitely an Al Ghul rather than a Wayne. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or not even Al Ghul. He had. (laughs) It was, I couldn't say it, but... <laughs> and then in that recent uh, Legacies issue, they put Orion in the robes they? that he wears in Kingdom Come. Did they? Did they do that? Yeah, <laughs> they, we? they both <laughs> did that, Ted. <laughs> yeah, but, but one of us is, might have been pushing more for the Justice League Beyond 2.0 version no, of No, I don't, I don't think that's correct. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, I'm just speculating about what they thought. Yeah, we'll never know, I guess. Um, I guess we'll never know. <laughs> Uh, okay. That's right. Well, there was a little, yep. Um, and like Black Lightning, he has uh, two daughters, uh, Thunder and Lightning, oh, who yeah. were in Kingdom Come. I don't know anything about his character, so I believe you that that's from that's that. Okay. They're going to be in the show, too. But anyway, we see stuff like that. I think that's cool. Um, but um, to bring it back to Doomsday Clock, um, yeah. a little cameo thing that got me all excited uh, as a fanboy was when the. Um, the owl ship, I forget what it's called, Archimedes, yep. right? When sure. it crash lands to DCU, 
it um, crashes at the same amusement park from The Killing Joke. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which that was cool. is another Alan Moore story. So that was kind of a cool illusion. And, like, we do know for a fact that this comic is where the, the three Jokers mystery from Rebirth is going to be dealt with. Mm-hmm. So... Um, so I don't think that was on accident. No, I, I I noticed that immediately too, and I liked uh, I liked that there. It's a pretty good balance, I think, of like, oh, reference to this Watchmen thing, reference to this DC thing. It's not just mm-hmm. like, oh, the Watchmen are now in the DC world, and everything's just DC with these guys plucked out of their thing. Um, I like that they're the main characters. I like that we're yeah. following this core group of people from the Watchmen world. I was a little bit. Uh, off put by the fact that they the watchmen are already in the dc universe as of issue number two of 12 mm-hmm. but right. i'm not writing the story so i'm sure that there's a good reason and it all flows yeah. really well because well, the who's first writing issue it. was such a slow start yeah so yeah, i'm glad that they're true. kind of speeding this up now but it's jeff johns is really good at pacing so i I'm, do like that it's all in the same like nine panel uh mm-hmm. watchmeny thing yeah, and what's also, um, have you noticed how the cover is also um, indicative of the next panel, like the first panel oh, yeah, of yeah. the mm-hmm. issue? That's usually, I mean, they've they've had a couple of variant covers, so it just right. depends on. Yeah, I was a little, I was com- like mentally complaining about that, um, that like, oh, I didn't get the cover that has Dr. Manhattan and Superman on it? What the heck? But then the I got, I've been getting all the covers. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sucker. Yeah. When I check out the store, I'm just like, yeah, I'm just, it's, I'm getting it all. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it doesn't help that the comics always like $5 or something like it's, yeah, it, I can't do it, but, um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad to be reading this. I think it'll be a, a memorable, um, mm-hmm. in comic book history kind of thing. For sure, for sure. What did I read, though? Let's see. I read a lot of stuff. I read all of the Justice League origin um, pa- Another paperback. Jeff Johns book. Yeah, uh, <laughs> which I've seen the, the JL War movie a couple of times, so I pretty much knew it was happening. But there were a lot of things in there that didn't happen in the movie um, mm-hmm. that I appreciated seeing. Like, we got a Steppenwolf and Desaad cameos yeah, that I don't yeah. think were in there. And there was a bunch of, like, like Superman got taken to Apocalypse and was, like, being experimented on and stuff for mm-hmm. a couple pages. Um, and did, you know, did it introduce a part where, like, Cyborg's obviously um, got a bunch of Apocalyptian technology? Mm-hmm. If not, I forget if he has an actual mother box that's part of him. But, but I, I do remember them setting up in war that's, like, you know, we've got this like portal system that cyborg can create, but like, right. we gotta be careful because every like hundredth <laughs> time we use it, we could wind up back on apocalypse. Oh, okay. And that's like something they set up as like a warning. They're like, if you know, one of these days we're, it's not going to work and we're going to be mm. in the middle of apocalypse. And it never happened. Uh-oh. They never like, <laughs> like I kept expecting it throughout Jeff John's run. Cause they set mm. up an origin. It was like, when, when's, when are they going to randomly have to fight dark side? All of a sudden? Like, <laughs> well, you can never. definitely, there's a lot of, um, cues they took from that book for the justice league movie um that mm-hmm. i i knew that like just the basics of okay yeah cyborg mother boxes um apocalypse like that stuff is definitely like kind of yeah take, taking from that but it it was more i think uh, the, the the book did it better in several ways um that 
couldn't have been done in the movie purely because what it was set up in Batman vs Superman and stuff like that, where like in the book, Cyborg is he's a football playing college student mm-hmm. or whatever, and he's yeah. he like gets at, at, when the Parademons are invading, he gets all blowed up from right. a boom tube or whatever. Which apparently, and, might have been shot for the movie. That might be a deleted mm-hmm. scene. Well, okay. That's true. Um, mm-hmm. That could have happened. Well, I guess we never see what we see causes some football him. stuff in the trailer. Yeah, but we don't see what causes him to become all limbless right. in that in the movie universe. But um, yeah, and then they have to like fuse him with uh, technology that in this book they just say like, "But you know, you know where we got that from. You can't do that." But they don't mm-hmm. tell you where you, you got it from. Uh, I guess you can assume it's apocalyptic, mm-hmm. but who knows. Uh, and then, yeah, then he's, like, just helping him out the whole time. Whereas in the movie, he was already fused with the mother box before the movie started. So they couldn't have right. made that happen as part of the plot. Um, and by movie, I mean the Justice League live-action movie, not the cartoon version. Uh, yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, we're kind of talking about both. Yeah. Uh, but the the cartoon version of this book also has just a lot of, like, minor differences. Like, the... Uh, when Batman and Green Lantern are tracking the Parademon into the sewers at the start, the Parademon mm-hmm. turns into like a weird like spider crab robot, and then puts the mother box along the or the bomb right. or whatever on the edge of the sewers, and then. But in the movie, he's just still a Parademon. That doesn't really bother me, I guess. <laughs> but it's just something I noticed. Uh, I gotcha. Yeah, it was good. I well, guess in the movie, it has Shazam. Shazam. <laughs> right. That was that's a main well. difference. Yeah, instead of yeah. Aquaman. Right. Which I guess I'm okay with because then they had a whole movie introducing Aquaman. Um, Mm -hmm. But whatever. Yeah, I remember reading that the original context of that comic, uh, Jeff Johns and Jim Lee were going to do a Justice League book um, after Flashpoint. but And it was going to be set in that pre-Flashpoint world. They weren't going to completely reboot their universe. It was going to be a matter of bringing Cyborg back like joining the team from the Titans. Right. And I think their first arc was going to be the throne of Atlantis and have kind of invasion from uh, okay. Atlantis. And then once DC decided like, okay, yeah, we are going to reboot our universe after flashpoint. Jeff Johns and Jim Lee made the origin book. And so it was something they had to go back and do mm. before doing the stories. He actually wanted to tell for his justice league. Book. <laughs> yeah. Well, it does. It did. It did seem a little bit rushed. Uh, when I was reading it, like compared to the movie, because mm-hmm. it's just a bunch of like, oh, like this new character appeared because boom tubes were happening, and like that was their introduction. Right. I, I think the 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 live action movie maybe did that slightly better with like the whole each <coughs> like men had a mother box and Atlanteans had a mother box and like mm-hmm. I liked the mother box thing that they did with that that was pretty unique. It um, was like Lord of the Rings. Yeah, but like, it but it's the at men least had the rings, I know, the elves, and the mastering. <laughs> what have you watched JTS Entertainment's review of the movie or something? Um, the uh, say that. <laughs> yeah, we talk about that. Good. Uh, right. But the uh, yeah, no, the uh, I at least like that it's different from just there's mother boxes. Like it's just <laughs> it's at least yeah. slightly unique. But it's uh, what was I going with that? Um, oh yeah, in the in the comic, it's just kind of. I don't know. Okay, in the movie, like, the Atlanteans have a mother box, and it goes off, and that's, like, what signals Aquaman to, like, okay, yeah, I guess I need to 
get my get involved with this because it's threatening sure. things that I like. Whereas in this, it's just like he just says, "Oh, there were there were parademons underwater. I didn't like that, mm-hmm. so I came up here." And they're like, "Okay, welcome yeah, to the we team. Let's go." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I, not not to discredit Jeff Johns or anything, obviously, but I just thought that yeah. Now knowing that what you've said that that was well, necessary. I wish I could cite a source. I don't have a source on okay. me. I just remember reading something about that being a last minute decision. Yeah. I, mean, right. I can see that that though in now that yeah. I think about it, um, kind of the context of the rest of it. Yeah. yeah. So I, yeah, I'm I'm trying to read all of that run to get to Dark Side War so that I know what mm-hmm. the hell's going on with all of that. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's an interesting run. It's um, you know, I I'm a big fan of Jeff Johns. I'd probably say that every episode that we do. Yeah. But. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's not perfect, but it's pretty good. And um, the highlights being Trinity War and Forever Evil, and the right. Dark Side War. So yeah, but it, just like Clone Wars, I can't just read parts of it. I have to read the whole <laughs> thing. So right, I'll see you in in ten years. I'll be at Dark Side War, and it'll be good. <laughs> it won't take that long. <clears throat> yeah, well, that's. Uh, I'll cool. stop talking about that because I read a bunch of other stuff like. Um, uh, White Knight number four. I read. I read the Doomsday Clock. I read. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the other thing? The other main. Oh, Metal. Uh, number. Yeah, Metal number four. Four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are all a, fantastic. I had a problem <laughs> with Metal number four. Um, oh, yeah. There's a big splash page reveal at the end. Two, back to back. One of them is pretty cool, and the other was like, "Why did you do that right after this first splash page? Because it's right next to each other." So the first one being. Um, we have Kendra Saunders, who was the Hawk girl oh, in the late nineties, early two thousands. She is Lady Blackhawk in this, like working for the Blackhawk mm-hmm. Air Force group. But now she's Lady Blackhawk as like an evil, like you know, winged. Like she's got these like long talons and like looks pretty awesome um, and super evil. And so it's like, okay, that's pretty sweet. That's a nice reveal. And then one page later. There's like Black Adam suddenly joins the fight, and he oh, also yeah. has like most of the page reveal, and it's like that is like not as cool <laughs> because we just had this big splash page reveal, and like why, like we, I mean Black Adam's cool, he's a good character, but like what that's that yeah. it was just downplayed for me <clears throat> reading it, just to have I mean, this back to back on the same like looking at it, on yeah. The page. <laughs> I mean, I was I was just peeved that they put Lady Black Cock into metal instead of doomsday's cock i'm sorry i'm i'm uh, there's a lot of cocks that, not do that joke um edit that out james uh the <laughs> yeah no I, I i agree with you i think that the metal stuff is all so unpredictable what's going to yeah. happen on the next page that it's it's cool but it's also slightly like off-putting in that i can't mm-hmm. i like to be able to predict a certain percentage of what's going to happen so that when it does happen the way I think I can go, yeah. Yeah. But, but, but there's so many variables to the metal stuff mm-hmm. and the dark multiverse variables that is. Yeah. Yeah, really. And uh, I mean, I like introducing all these concepts and everything, but the, yeah, like I said, I like to go, okay, maybe, Barbados is going to have a, a pink cape on the next page. Cause, uh, and then Barbie. he does. And, oh, yeah, hell yeah. But <laughs> he doesn't ever do that. And Barbie bothers me. Pink cape. 
Yeah, no, that's a bad example, but I think you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, it's um, I, honestly, I think I'm afraid it's gonna jump the shark pretty soon. It's definitely gonna establish this whole DC New Age of Heroes thing yeah. that they're about to launch. It's like eight new books right. with all basically all original characters. There's a, there's a few characters like the Terrifics by Jeff Lemire that we've seen all these characters before, <coughs> but it's a new concept for a book. So yeah. Um, I am almost 100% sure, sure that metal is going to lead into all this stuff. It's also just weird that they're doing this and Doomsday Clock like around the same time, uh, mm. where like they're two just like giant universe changing events, events that are yeah. like, hap- um, and I guess timeline wise, they're not happening simultaneously, but they're no, overlapping no. enough to where I'm like, I actually kind of forget what's happening in one of them before I read the other one. Mm. And I don't know, maybe they did that on purpose for a greater reason, but. If not, then why'd you do it? <laughs> yeah. Well, metal is going to end pretty soon. Mm. Um, it's got, uh, what is it? Six issues, eight issues. Oh, okay. Yeah. I yeah, remember. Yeah. I think I got to get, but, I think it, this week or next yeah. week, my shop's getting in more of the Hawkman found or whatever. Good. So I liked that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so metal's going to be over pretty soon. And the doomsday clock has quite a long ways to go. About a year still, because they are going to take a month or two off in mm. Doomsday Clock just to kind of get ahead. So there is going to be a little bit of a break. All and, right. Okay. Well, yeah. they're taking a month or two off of, of what? Of Doomsday Doomsday Clock? Doomsday's Clock. Oh. I thought that yeah. they were doing one a month for that. Well, I, I don't remember which month it is, but there is going to... I think it's a break after issue number four. I think mm. it's going to be... It's going to take... Like, they're taking a month off okay. or something. Yeah. Do but you think, I could uh, be thinking of metal, but I, think, I'm almost yeah. I'm pretty sure Doomsday Clock's taking a break <laughs> during production at some point. Do you think when Bruce Wayne says the words Doomsday Clock in the Justice League movie that he's referring to that comic, or he that he's just saying words that are also words? Um, I think what's more important is when he tells Rorschach, "You ate my pancakes." I think. <laughs> That's more important to, to wonder about what's going to happen true. next. Is he going to yeah. beat him up for eating his pancakes? <laughs> yeah, it was, I it was so. kind of surprising that like Batman even noticed <laughs> that his pancakes. As I that yeah. made me think of the. I mean, of course he would. That's his breakfast. He relies yeah. on that. Got to fuel. <laughs> well, but in the I liked. I mean, obviously it's different continuities and stuff, but I like the. Um, <coughs> The Batman TMNT <laughs> adventures where Alfred's just scraping nothing into the garbage can. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, are you going to eat this? Nope, I'm leaving. And then, okay. And then he's just scraping an Shout empty plate. Shout out to Matthew in. Manning. <laughs> yeah. For the snarky Alfred stuff. moments. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good. Good. I want more of it. Yeah, Hashtag Batman TMNT reunion. Everybody uh, <laughs> do that on all the Twitters. Tweet, yeah. tweet the things. I the, want a um, Batman Beyond Teenage yeah. Mutant Ninja Turtles Adventures. Ooh. Oh yeah, you brought that up at the. I did. I brought panel. it last time on that panel. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, that's, that's a good that spot to stop. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see. We're on. Talk about our things. fan mail. Yeah. Leave us emails and comments and tweets. And yeah, we'd stuff. like to actually talk. We'd like. We'd like to get. Um, some questions or, or comments from people to read on the show because that'll be that would be a fun thing to do. Um, we we get a lot of comments on stuff, but none of them are like worthy of bringing up. I guess like so if you have like I don't know fan theories or if you have uh, you know what do you guys think about this topic kind of stuff, 
Um, feel free to comment that or send us an email mm -hmm. info at watchtowerdatabase.com. Um, and we'll, we'll talk about it on the show and we can, you can hear our or actual voices at us instead of just a little comment. Yeah, you're right. You don't have to yeah. email. You can just do whatever. Tweets is good too at DCAU Watchtower. That's all our social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Patreon. That's a thing. Help us because we need it and it'll be great to get your help. It's that's under JTS Entertainment. <laughs> yeah, patreon.com slash JTS Entertainment. Um, and if you and if you're like hesitant, like I don't care about your your other stuff that you do. I just care about this stuff. It supports all of it in an equal amount. So it's it's a healthy helping thing that you could do and will make us happy. Mm -hmm. Um we you can know, get pancakes. Yeah, we can finally buy pancakes. We can uh We've, I've Share been them with a pancake shortage for a while. Uh, what else? Where else are we existing? Um, I'm trying to get this stupid thing on iTunes, but the websites never email me back to figure it out. I'm sure it's not as hard as I think it is, but I'm just I don't have the time <laughs> to do it. So yeah, it'll be there soon. Eventually, yeah, we'll make it happen. Yeah. Um, um, can we talk about some upcoming stuff we've got? What's, uh, what's oh, yeah. in the works? Uh, we've got, let's see, um, let me look at the calendar. It's been about uh, two months since the last issue of Legacies dropped, but we have another six-pager coming out Yep, probably the end of February. Yep, that's when it's slated for. I'm currently mm -hmm. doing shading and things for that. It um, is called we've... Powers That Be, Yep, and it is basically a follow-up to the other six-pager that we released a couple months ago called Asylum. Uh, I actually wrote them originally as the same issue so it's mm -hmm. it is yeah. essentially a sequel to that yeah yeah we get it's a, it's a it's full of cameos and appearances by uh characters that you will be interested in seeing probably yeah, uh they're not I think so yes some of them are ones you'll recognize immediately some of them are ones that will take more legacies issues for you to understand who you're actually seeing but that we're but a google think, search yeah well yeah, you <laughs> could pretty easily do it <laughs> um yeah that that's a fun yeah. one uh drawn by marcelo milikai he's been mm -hmm. uh he did the last six pager and he also has been doing a bunch of covers for us he does yeah. really solid stuff i like him i just good. give him pancakes if i could mm -hmm. um let's see we got next week we're theoretically starting trivia tuesdays that's our a new segment. Uh, it's just like a With minute me. or two long things every other Tuesday that'll be just little short things that Ted says. I'll be narrating <laughs> them um, without a sore throat. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike today. <laughs> yeah. So well, thanks for bearing with me you today. Sound okay. You sound okay. Okay. And uh, then uh, a couple of weeks we'll have another. We're going to be starting to do the Sunday videos on also every other week instead of every week because it'll take it takes up a lot of time to make those. But it'll be mm -hmm. a hopefully a schedule that is like every week there's something from the channel, whether it's this podcast or a, a main topic video or Trivia Tuesdays or blah, 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 blah. And you're probably going to do a video explaining this in more detail. Yeah, there will be something. Schedule, or, schedule At update. the very least, I'll make some kind of promo of like, on Tuesday, it's this, CartoonNetwork.com. You need um, to use that voice. <laughs> yeah. <I> mean, <laughs> Sunday, <laughs> Monster Trucks. All right. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, we'll, you'll right. see more updates from us soon and lots of cool videos and things all over the place. 
Thanks for listening. uh, Yeah, thanks a lot. And we'll see you in a couple weeks. Goodbye. All right. Ciao. (laughs)